Mario, Cyberpunk, and Hot Tub Time Machine? This and more this week on 8-Bits for the week of October 7th, 2022. Welcome to 8-Bits, a weekly podcast bringing you 8-Bits of video game news fast. I'm your host, Frankie Godoy. Now, let's get started. The first trailer for the new Super Mario movie premiered this week at New York Comic Con. The trailer provided the first look at the animated film from Illumination Studios, the studio behind the Despicable Me and Sing franchises. The trailer gives viewers the first glimpse at some characters from the film, including Jack Black's Bowser, Keegan-Michael Key's Toad, and of course Chris Pratt's Mario. In a quick sequence following the main trailer, we also see Charlie Day's Luigi being chased by a horde of dry bones. Full trailer is available now across the Universal Illumination and Nintendo YouTube channels. The Super Mario Bros. movie releases on April 6, 2023. Sequels to Cyberpunk 2077 and The Witcher 3 are on the way. CD Projekt Red laid out the company's upcoming projects this week. First, a new Witcher game, codenamed Polaris, is set to be the next entering the series and the first in a new trilogy of games built on Unreal Engine 5. Following the release of Polaris, each following entry is set to launch every two years afterward. Based on his response to a question in an investor livestream, joint CEO Adam Kuczynski says Polaris is at least three years out. Other Witcher projects include Canis Major, another Witcher game being developed externally, and Project Sirius, a single and multiplayer game focused on a broader audience by Boston-based The Molasses Flood, the Flame and the Flood creators were acquired by CD Projekt Red last year. Outside of The Witcher, Project Orion is the sequel to Cyberpunk 2077, being developed by the North American arm of CDPR between Vancouver and the new Boston-based studio. Per a tweet released about the project, CDPR says Orion will, quote, take the Cyberpunk franchise further and continue harnessing the potential of this dark future universe. The final new project is codenamed Hadar, a new original IP currently in the planning stages at CDPR. The full investor meeting is available on the CD Projekt Red IR YouTube channel. The creative team behind Disco Elysium have been forced out of their own company. Martin Luega, one of the editors of the acclaimed RPG, announced via Medium the dissolution of Zaum Cultural Association, the collective in charge of creating Disco Elysium. Luega says the key members of the group that left include lead writer and designer Robert Kurvich, writer Helen Hinper, and the art and design lead Alexander Rostov. The three also left in a involuntary manner. Luega notes the difference between the cultural association and the studio, saying that, quote, People and ideas are meant to be eternal. Organizations may well be temporary. He also continues explaining how the circumstances leading to the dissolution of the group are also part of the reason why Disco Elysium exists in the first place, talking around direct blame of some of the group's investors. Ultimately, he says that, quote, This would seem like bad news for the loving fans waiting for the Disco sequel. Luiga doubled down on this sentiment, speaking to Game Pressure, saying, quote, 
I think Zaum Studio, in its current form, will not be developing the sequel, and I am unsure of the number of people left in the company who also worked on the original disco. In response, representative for the studio says to IGN that, quote, The development of Disco Elysium was, and still is, a collective effort, with every team member's contributions essential and values as part of a greater whole. The next Need for Speed game is on the way, and soon. Need for Speed Unbound is set to be the next entry in the long-running racing series. Unbound is being developed by the racing veteran studio Criterion. Known for their burnout series, the new Need for Speed marks the studio's first return to the franchise since 2013's Need for Speed Hot Pursuit. While the game is building on the mechanics introduced in Need for Speed Heat, the biggest departure for Unbound is the game's art style. The game takes on a more cartoony, street styling inspired by the urban graffiti art scene and rapper ASAP Rocky. Creative director on the game Kiernan Crimin says to IGN that the style fits with the franchise's themes of trendsetting and rebellion, and that having a graffiti and art system demonstrate player skill, quote, felt amazing. Need for Speed Unbound is set to launch on next-gen consoles and PC on December 2nd. And now for a message from our sponsor. Overwatch 2 is off to a rough start. The Hero Shooter sequel went live this past Tuesday after a day of downtime as the team transitioned to the new game. At launch, the game suffered a DDoS attack, taking the servers down for an extended amount of time. Throughout launch day and through the week, queues into the tens of thousands of players lined up virtually to play the game. Other issues include problems with players on a budget cell phone plan like Mint Mobile, being unable to verify their numbers to play online, account merging, and battle pass purchases not being recognized. Server issues mounted up that, at the time of writing, the Overwatch 2 servers have been taken down for maintenance, but have since returned with queues still intact. Some internal shakeups at Activision Blizzard will shape the future of the company. First, Chief Compliance Officer Francis Townsend has stepped down. Townsend led the messaging for Activision Blizzard's initial response to the sexual harassment lawsuits served to the company, the lawsuits that have fundamentally changed the company and the bigger video game industry in the months since. Townsend will move to a role as senior counsel to CEO Bobby Kotick and the board of directors and stepping down for her additional roles at the company as well. Stepping into one of the roles will be former Activision Blizzard King board member Lulu Cheng Messervy as Executive Vice President of Corporate Affairs and Chief Communications Officer. Messervy's role will be to navigate the company's messaging through the ongoing suits and scrutiny the company is currently under. Messervy says that she will always put workers first. Workers that a recent investigation found that ABK withheld funds from. The investigation from the National Labor Relations Board concluded that Activision Blizzard retaliated against the recently unionized QA department of Raven Software by withholding some of the raises and offers given to other QA contractors across the company, giving the union the legal merit to sue. Enthusiast gaming and pop culture website GameSpot has been acquired by Fandom. The $55 million deal includes nine brands, including Giant Bomb, Screen Junkies, and Metacritic. 
The deal comes after the brands were sold to Red Ventures in 2020 as part of the $500 million sale of CNET Media Group from Viacom CBS. All brands in the deal saw major layoffs at the time, with different employees joining other websites, such as the ill-fated Fanbyte, or beginning their own ventures independently. No layoffs have been announced as part of the acquisition, and the GameSpot and Giant Bomb teams are celebrating. Finally this week, a Lost Plants vs. Zombie game reappeared this week thanks to the investigative reporting of IGN's Rebecca Valentine. The game never had a proper title, but was named internally Project Hot Tub, a reference to the comedy Hot Tub Time Machine. The game was set to be an action-adventure game in the same vein as Uncharted with the combat of the Batman Arkham series and the tone of Ratchet and Clank. The game starred two siblings, Eddie and Tessa, on summer vacation to Neighborville, the setting for the series, before being whisked away on an adventure across time. Eddie would have befriended and armed himself with series mascot The Pea Shooter and other plant friends while Tessa would have newcomer Time at her side. The adventure was set to take place across a lush, pirate-themed jungle to the Dark Ages and even the far future, with the story meant to go beyond the younger demographic of prior games to appealing to the whole family. Ultimately, the game ended up being shelved due to additional resources being needed on another game, Visceral's ill-fated Star Wars action-adventure game. The development team from PopCap Vancouver was then splintered to work on the Star Wars game before having that project ultimately be scrapped as well. For more on the project, read or watch Rebecca's full story on Project Hot Tub on IGN. Looking forward to next week on October 11th, indie souls like Astergos, Curse of the Stars, launches on PC, PlayStation, and Xbox, alongside the 10-year anniversary DLC for Forza Horizon 5 on PC and Xbox. On October 12th, Brick Puzzler LEGO Brick Tales launches on all major platforms. On October 13th, 2D Nightmare Adventure The Darkest Tales launches on all major platforms, alongside the PC release of Triangle Strategy. Finally, on October 14th, asymmetrical anime survival Dragon Ball The Breakers launches on all major platforms alongside atmospheric first-person horror adventure games set in the nightmarish universe of odd forms and somber tapestry. Scorn launching on PC and Xbox Series X. Outside of games, New York Comic Con and TwitchCon are running all weekend alongside real and in-universe convention CitizenCon 2952 for fans of Star Citizen. And that's it for this episode of 8-Bits. Thank you for listening. If you enjoyed this, be sure to subscribe and leave a rating on whatever podcast platform you happen to be listening on. I'd really appreciate it. To stay up to date with news and everything happening with this show, follow us on Twitter at 8BitsGG. That is at the number 8BITSGG. You can also follow me personally on Twitter at Frankie Godoy. That is at F-R-A-N-K-I-E-G-O-D-O-Y. But otherwise... That's really it. So once again, thank you for listening and have a good rest of your week.